Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing this week? How's everyone doing? Today I have a very interesting podcast for you all, but first let's talk about the weather. How amazing is it today? It's so beautiful. I've just been planning my podcast out in the sun, which to be honest is not the easiest thing to do when you have a laptop in the sun, but it was nice to get outside and enjoy some of the weather because well it's it's wonderful and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be nice all week so that is absolutely amazing so I'm going to record this podcast and then I'm going to go outside and listen to it outside I'll probably do some yoga outside as well but I hope you guys are enjoying the weather but I have a very interesting podcast for you today it's another science one I just keep coming across really interesting concepts that I want to talk to you about so today we're talking about canned food and the issues with the chemicals found in canned food and whether or not it's something to be concerned about and this is something I've known for a little while the issues with canned food. Some people say, some researchers say that there's no big deal, there's not that enough, there's not enough chemicals to cause any problems and then some scientists say that there is and we should avoid canned food. So I'm here today to look at the literature, to look at what we have and try and figure out what's the truth, what should we actually be doing, how we should be living our lives really around canned foods should we be eating them should we not but the first thing that I want to mention is that of course canned food canned foods are much cheaper than fresh foods and for some you know it's not possible to avoid canned foods for many of us it's not possible to do that and that's not necessarily what I'm saying with this podcast I'll tell you what the results are at the end of the podcast throughout the podcast but I want to mention that It is not something that everyone has the privilege to do is to not eat canned food or to eat fresh foods and non-canned or plastic wrapped foods. So that's the first thing I want to say is that it's not necessarily that I'm telling you to stop eating canned foods or to do anything of the sort. I think that we need to turn in and face the issues and the facts around health but that does not mean that there is other things that aren't is a bigger deal so as I always say in the podcast mental health is more important than your physical health you know being happy and being mentally well is the first and foremost foremost priority for you and if some of this information is too overwhelming for you or if you just don't want to make this type of change to your lifestyle please I would rather you didn't listen to the podcast or if you do feel overwhelmed by the knowledge then try and take out take it in in smaller bits I think that sometimes we can get really caught up with all of the you know this is what we should do this is what we shouldn't do and sometimes it can be incredibly overwhelming I I feel like this as well I feel like the more I find out I'm like this is crazy and I think it's really important to turn in face the facts, face the knowledge that we have and use it to our benefit. But at the same time, I think that health and certain aspects can go too far and sometimes you just have to live your life. Like say for canned foods, like say you love Heinz beans and you only really get Heinz beans in canned food or plastic foods. And, you know, if I tell you this information, which isn't necessarily one way or the other, you know, I don't want you to necessarily go and cut out Heinz beans because Heinz beans are a portion of your five a day they are also a portion of beans and I would argue that beans are more important to consume than 
consuming the chemicals along with beans. So really I want you to just keep that in mind throughout the podcast that yes, there is research to suggest there's issues with canned food but also there is an abundance of factors that influence that. So just that little disclaimer, I'll mention it throughout as well, but really we're just looking at the evidence, we're looking at what we should do around canned food. Should we be eating it? Should we not? So the most common canned foods, I mean, they're everywhere. All food can be canned. You know, you'll see it in everything, you know, meat, beans, fish, vegetables, fruit, you'll see it everywhere. You know, there's you can get anything canned these days, which is, is, is quite crazy, but they are very important for shelf life and canned foods, especially things like food banks, as well that I want to mention food banks live off canned foods you know that's mainly the produce that they provide people which is an absolutely undeniably important service and food will always trump any issues around packaging or anything like that eating is more important than not eating at all so this is the thing that I, I want to you know be caution on caution on when talking about canned foods they are a lifeline for a lot of people and I do not want to suggest that canned foods are bad in any way shape or form you've got to remember who you are where you are in your life and you know weigh up the pros and cons so this is really if you have the privilege to make changes to your diet then amazing but if you don't food is always better than removing things just focus on eating an abundant and variety of foods instead of taking away. So there was a study done in 1991 and that sounds like a little while ago because it was but it seems to be that there is a lot of research done on this in earlier years and not necessarily now. I think that maybe the research was conducted then because it was there was concerns at this point in time or there was this was what was you know being researched about and now we're not researching as much about it because we found the answers but that's just a theory there isn't that many that many research on it recently so a study in 1991 found that lead and tin was traces of it was found in the foods 83% of the sampled foods so all of the sampled food in tins and this was different forms of tinned food like meat fish all these different types of things which is quite alarming that in 1981 83% of the chemicals certain chemicals lead and tin were found in the food that we were consuming it from tinned foods which is a little bit scary and there's lots of other chemicals that can seep out from plastic and tin materials such as BPA which is called which is short for bisphenol A. There's a few different types of bisphenol which are different chemicals um, found in hard plastics and tins and they are endocrine disruptors. So the endocrine system is a function, a function, a process in the body that holds homeostasis within your systems through chemical messengers such as hormones. So it's really important, the endocrine system is incredibly important for our wellness and this is the argument that these chemicals are disrupting our endocrine system and throwing all our hormones off of whack which is hormone disruption and hormone imbalances are a massive issue today and this is one of the theories as to why we are seeing these issues and it's because of the food that we're consuming and the fact that there's BPAs in the food that we're consuming particularly in canned foods so a study in 2005 found that bisphenol A in canned and bottled foods 
found that only 7% of the content of BPA was found in the samples. So out of the, all the samples, only 7% there was uh, found of BPA. So they concluded that not it wasn't of concern to adults and this study was concluded on adults specifically. So this is why there wasn't necessarily an issue with it. And they actually concluded that it's not of high enough levels to cause any any complications in humans so there's two different studies there that was done in 2005 so a little bit later than 1991 so we could suggest that the research has grown or that BPA levels have changed since then but really we need to discuss yeah there's BPA in foods there's BPA in tinned foods there is tin and lead in in, in tinned foods but are these levels high enough to cause any damage, to cause any harm? You know, is consuming a little bit of BPA and chemicals, is is it the smaller, it doesn't matter, or is it larger amounts matter? What is the situation? So another study in 2002 found BPA was detected in 38 samples of random things like fish, vegetables, soup, desserts, and even infant formula. But they found that the detection limit was 0.002 milligrams per kilogram, which meat seemed to contain the most BPA, which was interesting. I've also heard that that meat and like tan- canned tuna and things like that have higher levels of BPA than vegetables or beans, which is interesting. But what is the harmful limit? So the harmful limit as by the government suggests, is less than 2.25 milligrams per pound of kilogram of body weight, per pound of body weight, sorry, was concluded safe. So the amount that you would be getting from tinned foods is not likely to cause any harm, especially if you're not consuming that many tinned foods. And really from that research, we should conclude that we're not having enough BPA, we're not having enough chemicals in our tinned foods to cause any real harm. So that is one argument and that is the government, definitely the government stance that there's not enough chemicals in these foods we can't eat enough to actually cause harm. So more research of course has been conducted in the past instead of now and maybe there is gaps in the literature there of what is actually going on, what are we actually seeing, are these BPAs actually causing issues and you'll have probably seen that BPA-free water bottles and things like that there was a bit of a craze for that in recent years and this is why a lot of people use um, metal bottles and things like that because they're BPA free and because there was a whole thing about that also with the environment as well as single-use plastic bottles so BPA is definitely a large plastic thing what I would say to you a quick tip about plastics in BPA I know this is not what we're talking about today but if you are trying to avoid BPA leaching into your foods say if you're having foods in well keeping leftovers in plastic containers don't heat up your food in a plastic container put it in a plate and then heat it up in the microwave but try not to heat your plastic containers as this encourages the leaching of BPA and other chemicals into your foods so try avoid the dishwasher and the microwave to put plastic so try and avoid that but I'm sure you've heard that before but that's a very simple way to reduce your chemicals that are disrupting your endocrine systems but then again you could also have plastic um, not use plastic containers and use metal containers or glass containers but of course they're more expensive so 
of course, and, and everyone has plastic containers, so try to avoid heating them up in any way, shape or form. So and one study that I have been looking at as well that was a little bit more up-to-date, I tried to look at for some more up-to-date evidence, is that in 2020, the study was concluded, there was potential for toxicity from canned foods in Nigeria. So they did a study in Nigeria on lots of different types of canned foods and they actually found there was quite a lot of toxicity buildup in these foods and then were then found in humans. So there's a little bit issue there. I don't know if it's the same for the UK. That is one of the limitations of that study. It was done in Nigeria. I don't know if it's the same as the UK. There is definitely difference different legislations in different countries so BPA levels in foods might be higher in Nigeria but that's just one thing to mention of a more up-to-date study but I think really the main thing that we should be considering here is there's not many of the chemicals there's not a large amount of the chemicals in the foods that we're consuming but really is any level of chemicals considered safe you know how can we determine that does BPA or other chemicals build up in our body and increase the toxicity like a lot of chemicals do or are they removed in a a period of time so these are questions that I wanted to answer and I wanted to share with you two rodent studies because this is all that was really available on this is that BPA exposure in one study shown a significant increase in thyrobituric acid, if I'm saying that right, uh, reactive substances in plasma and tissues in rats that were hypertensive, so it had increased blood pressure. So this, of course, we're not looking at humans here and we're not necessarily looking at healthy humans, but BPA exposure that is found in similar amounts to the canned foods actually caused these issues in rats. Another study found that BPA chemicals disrupt the hormone systems, numerous different hormone systems in rodents as well. But again, we are not rats, but I think there is a level of understanding that we should take from these studies that if these BPA hormone disruptors are causing issues in other life system life systems in other animals and other species, then we should maybe be a little bit concerned about the consumption of what we're doing and the build-up of toxicity in our blood and our tissues and our systems. So I wanted to answer this question as well. Does BPA build up in the tissue, in our tissues, in our blood, in our bodies? And evidence actually suggests that BPA is removed by one exposure by 24 hours. So it doesn't seem as though BPA builds up in the bloodstream or in the tissues and causes toxicity over time. But of course, repeated exposure to BPA is going to have to put strain on the liver to try and remove those toxic chemicals from our bloodstream, from our bodies, which is not necessarily a good thing. And they're also disrupting our hormones and our endocrine system as it comes through that system. So but again, the research suggests that there's not enough to cause any harm. But I would probably argue that the minimal amount of, of chemicals that you can have in your body, the better. The society that we live in is a place that is not really the most helpful for that. There is lots of chemicals everywhere in the food we eat and the clothes we have in the daily care products, in the carpets, every single place is has some sort of chemical leaching out of it in society, which is incredibly unfortunate, but it's just a part of living today and we cannot get too worked up about it. But I think that there is an element of personal responsibility and personal choice where we can actually make decisions about our health, make informed 
important decisions about our health and if we can decrease the amount of chemicals that we are getting, not remove, then we're doing something a little bit better to help our health. But really, I would say that as to kind of summarise everything to do with all the research that I've discussed, that canned food seem to have BPA and other chemicals that disrupt homeostasis within the endocrine system and hormonal issues, you know, they can cause obesity, they can cause weight gain, they can cause different hormone-related diseases and disorders and we do not want to be disrupting our hormones any more than we already are. So any type of limitation in that area is going to be most beneficial. So I would suggest to you to, where possible, consume fresh foods and limit canned and plastic-wrapped foods where possible. But I'm saying this solely to the people that consume an excessive amount of canned foods just because maybe they enjoy it or it's processed, they eat a lot of processed foods. Not necessarily if you do not have a choice to consume processed foods or canned foods because there's lots of people out there that rely on canned foods because they're cheaper, because they're convenient and they have a high shelf life. So please, if you must consume canned foods, do not be concerned about it. Your health and your happiness comes before anything else. This is really just knowledge and if you can act on this, then amazing, but please do not get concerned or worked up about it because the research has shown that the levels are not adequate enough to cause any real damage. So really, I would su- suggest that the 24-hour removal of BPA exposure, you know, levels in foods are low, so it's not of a massive, massive concern. But if you are someone who likes to prioritise or explore with their health, then why not try different alternatives to canned foods? So especially canned meats, canned fish, maybe try and buy fresher versions or try and have plant-based alternatives like beans. They're not only cheaper, but better for you as well. We all know about the issues to do with meat. If you listen to this podcast, you definitely do. So try and do things like that. Make swaps, don't necessarily remove things. Also with beans, this is a bit of a nightmare, but... You can boil beans, You can all you have to do is soak bean, dry beans overnight and boil them for maybe 50 minutes and you have beans, but that is a whole process. It's not very convenient or available to buy. So if you struggle with that, then again, please stick to tinned beans because tinned beans are incredibly important. They're a source of five a day. They are rich in plant proteins and incredibly nutrient dense. They're rich in fiber, rich in B vitamins. They are incredibly important to consume. So I would rather you had tinned beans than none at all. And I think this is the message that I want to say and get across to everyone is that we need to look at our health in a way that is, you know, weighing up pros and cons. If you feel comfortable removing tinned foods from your diet, then please do so. I mean, that's only going to be positive for your wellness. But at the same time, if removing tinned foods or this information overwhelms you, do not be concerned about it because really in the wider scheme of things, it is what you eat that's going to prevent disease, not what you don't eat in necessarily. Obviously that's a very generalised statement but when it comes to disease disorder it's really about the fruit, the vegetables, the beans, the nuts, the, all these different potent sources of vitamins and minerals that is going to help you with disease prevention, not necessarily just eating 
only fresh produce without any tinned foods at all because sometimes that's not the most convenient and sometimes you might eat more beneficial food by having convenience. So please do be aware of all the issues surrounding these problems. You know, health is a multifaceted issue with so many different factors that influence it and you just cannot factor in for all these different different issues and different things that influence your decision making. So again, if you're in a privileged position to be able to change, alter your diet so it's more suitable for your wellness, then that is absolutely amazing. But if you're not in that position, there is absolutely no concern at all to keep eating tinned food. It's not that big of a deal in the wider scheme of things. Nothing really is your health and your mental wellness and happiness matters the most. So really interesting topic and, you know, it's definitely something very interesting. I, I don't think you should be getting all of your food from canned different things, but you should be having a variety of different food and try and make majority of it fresh if it, you're in a privileged position to do so. But I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really hope that you learned something from this and that it's, you know, maybe open your eyes to a different way of looking at different things. I hope that you are enjoying the sunshine and I hope that you have a wonderful week coming and I hope you're having a wonderful day. Again, please share this, please like, comment, do all these different things that you feel may feel compelled to do. It means the absolute world to me. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will speak to you all next week. Bye!